In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Okay, what do we need to do to rock our world? Well, for me, it was just getting up this morning and putting my makeup on. Does that count? <laughs> well, that's definitely <laughs> rocked our world this morning, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Girlfriend It, where we want to rally you to do the remarkable this day. This is Patty and Lisa, and today we are rocking out. Just this we week- are. Yes, we are. Just this week alone, our world has been rocked with funerals birthday parties, and well, this weekend we're actually pretty excited because we're speaking to girlfriends at Gateway Fellowship for their holiday event. So we have to give a big shout out to Amy and Star and all of our new girlfriends that we haven't even met yet. And we're excited to meet them. But don't forget that on Sunday, we are also hosting a leadership development workshop for um, a lot of the women influencers in Arizona. Well, you call it a workshop. I'm calling it a mocktail party. Of course, because all of our trainings and our workshops are basically our parties with a purpose. (laughs) Well, speaking (laughs) of purpose, it's an honor to introduce our first guest today, Cheryl Cooper. And Cheryl is an accomplished dancer, an award-winning choreographer. She has produced, directed, and choreographed children's theater here in Phoenix for the last 17 years. She has also worked with many well-known entertainers, which Lisa you'll be excited about this uh her husband alice cooper for the last 35 years uh aerosmith the bgs and peter frampton she's also performed for mtv music awards and the american music awards and um it is actually a little exhausting just going through all the incredible accomplishments that she (laughs) she has had in the last several years and if that hasn't kept her busy enough She also acts as an executive board member on the Solid Rock Board of Directors. So welcome, Cheryl. Good morning, Patty, Lisa. How are you? We are are doing great. (laughs) We are so so excited. I know. We are so excited. Great to 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 chat with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Cheryl, we have to go in and ask you a question. We know it's redundant because you get this all the time. But you have been married to one of the most larger-than-life, popular rock stars of all time, Alice Cooper, and you guys have been married for 35 years. And we certainly have. I, okay, We're that, working on 36 that, now. And that is truly amazing. And, I mean, it's just amazing just for people in general, but 
when you think of rock stars and you think of long marriages, it's kind of like an oxymoron. And, um, it, and it is an amazing accomplishment. So uh, just to give our listeners just an insight into you and to Alice, because, you know, everybody's going, okay, we want to hear more. How did you and Alice meet? And what, were you, what would you say are some of the special kind of ingredients for your long-term marriage? We want you to go deep with us here, Cheryl. <laughs> wow. Well, that, that's a loaded question, but I'm, I'm happy know, to answer. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I am a classically trained ballerina. And uh, I knew nothing about rock and roll. I mean, I knew the Beatles, but I knew everything from Bach to Rachmaninoff. I could tell you what opus, what cantata, what movement, but nothing about rock and roll. So one day in 1975, when I was 18 years old, okay, now you know I'm older than dirt, so you do the math. (laughs) I, I found out that Alice Cooper was having an audition and wanted two male and two female dancers for a U.S. tour, a world tour, a television special, and a movie. And it was a year and a half contract, and all my other dancer friends were going, and I said, wow, I said, Alice Cooper, who's she? Of course, everybody (laughs) fell over, but, you know, again, I come from a different world, from the classics. And so a girlfriend of mine said, you should go, just to try. Uh, She said, besides, who says you're going to get the job anyway? And so my response to her was, game on. Let's go. (laughs) And so uh, I won the audition out of about 3,000 girls. So they did. They wanted seriously very well-trained dancers to do this concert. And uh, we met and probably knew each other for about three months as friends before we fell just hopelessly sick in love and are absolutely sick in love to this date. And um, honestly, it it was an amazing wedding because both our fathers, who are pastors, married us. They each gave us the vows to say to each other and married us on a cliff overlooking Acapulco Bay at sunset 35 years ago. Wow. I didn't realize that you both came from um, pastor's kids. Yeah, we're both PKs. Ah, that that? is amazing. I know. How good is God? (laughs) Yeah. I know. That is cool. Isn't that crazy? Because that is so true. How good is God? Lisa... It actually has pastor's kids. She's married to a pastor. So we we don't hold that against her, but, you know, every once in a while we have to rub that in. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. But, you know, it has been uh, well, I, 35 years of, of bliss and growth and uh, maturity and three kids later. Um, you know, I, I am just so grateful. People say, well, how could you have possibly known at age 19 that this was the guy for you? You know, you were married way, way young. I was 19, he was 27, but we just knew there was no option to live without each other. Mm. And my take on it is if it was a mistake, then God made a miracle out of a mistake because it's one of the best marriages I've ever seen. That is so neat to hear, Cheryl. And, you know, I didn't realize that you guys both came as pastor's kids. When you went into the relationship, and obviously Alice Cooper is known as, you know, the shock rock and and all kinds of of things. And I know I, growing up, I went to um, his concerts, but I had to do it in hiding uh, so my mom and dad wouldn't find out. So how you probably saw me dance. Yes, I did. And, and so how did you deal with that with your parents then, entering well, you know, into that it, shock rock world? You know, again, what is shocking is so different than it is today. If you want shocking, go watch CNN. 
That's shocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What my husband does is really vaudeville. He plays a dark character, but what it really is, it's like playing the role of Captain Hook. When he mm-hmm. came to fruition in the 60s and 70s, he said it was the peace and love generation. And there were all these Peter Pans and flower power, and nobody was playing Captain Hook. He said, I'm happy to play that role. And so that's mm-hmm. exactly what he does. It's like he dones on the cape, puts on the costume, plays this formidable, funny, dark, it's a morality-based play. And he always gets his comeuppance in the end. And it's like a thrill, a roller coaster ride that brings you back safely at the end. But, um, yeah, it's just there, there's nobody willing to play that antagonist. Mm-hmm. But as far as what's shocking, there was never any foul language. There was an, never any nudity. He stayed as far away from Satan as he possibly could. In fact, a lot of his lyrics, if you will listen carefully, they're allegorical in content. Mm-hmm. You know what? And really? it's, it's interesting because you're, you're giving a different perspective to that world because so many people are quick to judge things just by the surface and what they see, um, like on stage without understanding. Like when you dissect that and when you talk about that, you see it through a different lens and a different light. And you, it's interesting listening to you because you came from this classical background. All of a sudden you're entering this world of rock stars and you know, what we what we hear and see of rock stars, that world is just crazy. How did you I mean, how do you how did you combine those two worlds and rationalize that? And because what you're seeing, you're experiencing uh, the people that are surrounding you, even though you and Alice, you know, had this um, had this this belief and you, you are grounded in, in, in the Lord. But everybody around you in that world is not sharing that. How did you how did you do that dance? Well, it's interesting because I feel like we were saved to serve, and but mm-hmm. we've been firmly planted in the camp of the Philistines, so to speak. But yet huh. we're supposed to be salt and light to a very dark and hungry and searching world. So, you know, if not us, who? Who else is going to get into that camp? Who else is going to be an example of a godly 35-year marriage? Who else can get in there to share the hope that lies within them? I mean, this this is our inner circle. And so, you know, while we don't necessarily bash anybody over the head with the Bible, we, we are always ready to share and give that hope and that truth uh, to people. And you'd be surprised how many people come to us because they say, I want to know more. Why do, you, why do you think the way you think? Why do you believe the way you believe? I go, thank you, Lord. That's an open door. Happy to share with you. But um, you know, I think part of it, too, how we have been able to reconcile the two sort of different camps is that we don't buy into the lifestyle, and that's a huge mm-hmm. difference. We moved out of L.A. We uh, made sure all our kids had a great education, but they were all in the public school system. So when our kids would come home saying, Mom, these kids are saying, you know, what, what Dad does in this is strange, and, and why does our Daddy do this? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, well, honey, ask them this question. What does your daddy do? Is your daddy a plumber? Is your daddy a lawyer? Is your daddy, you know, a, uh, any kind of public figure? This is just what your daddy does. So the kids were able to reconcile the fact that this is a character my husband plays, but he mm-hmm. is first and foremost dad. Well, we have just one minute before we take a commercial break, Cheryl, and we want to come back after the commercial and talk a little bit about um, the Solid Rock uh, Foundation. But before we go into that, can you just give one tip as as a mom 
to um to share that like what you said we are the light that goes out there in the darkness how how were you able to explain that to your children then I'll probably be able to explain that more fully when we talk about our Solid Rock ministry, mm. because it's a family ministry. So our kids have been able to not only see us in action, but to co-labor with us uh, for the advancement of God's kingdom. So it's an exciting thing that includes the entire family. Mm. And that is so significant, because even being a, as a, a pastor's wife, it really is a family ministry, and that's what we always told our kids growing up. It's not just dad's ministry, it's it's as a family, and you have your role. And I think when your kids see you doing things and expressing um, and living out your faith, it may, it's contagious, and they want that too. So we want to talk about more how you live out your contagious faith when we come back with your Solid Rock Foundation. Stay with us. We're talking with Cheryl Cooper. We'll be right back. This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Togginap.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Fertility. It's an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on Toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 central on Togginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. 
Well, we've been talking today about how to rock your world. And uh, our guest, Cheryl Cooper, has been sharing with us how she has been able to rock her world. And we said after commercial, we promised we would go into talking about Solid Rock. It's no longer a foundation, but it's an organization, Cheryl. So tell us a little bit about that and why you guys changed the name and what exactly Solid Rock organization is. Well, Solid Rock is, is an organization that honors Christ by providing for the needs of teenagers who are really at risk. I mean, truly overlooked, underserved, and headed toward that gang life. I mean, if you really think about it, there is no such thing as a teenager who's not at risk. You know, you hear about all these mm-hmm. programs for quote-unquote at-risk teenagers. You tell me one single teenager that is not at risk in today's society. <laughs> it doesn't That's exist. That's so true. So, but, you know, even though we're looking at a certain demographic, this is open to all. And uh, we were just thinking about what, what are our gifts? What are our talents? How do we go? How do we serve? Well, my husband, being a rock singer, I being a dancer, we have focused our efforts into pointing kids away from gangs and into bands. Mm-hmm. So we have a music, uh, a music program that teaches bass, guitar, drums, also lighting and sound. So it's educational and vocational because there's going to be a job waiting for these kids once they've come through Solid Rock's programs. Mm. As far as the dance program goes, we have two satellite locations where we're running programs right now. And uh, the first camp we had this uh, last summer, the summer before last actually, 400 kids showed up. Wow. I mean, it's wow. just stellar what, uh, how hungry these kids are to find alternatives to some really yucky stuff mm-hmm. that's happening out there. And so these kids have been with this program for a couple years, and every year they perform in our annual Alice Cooper's Christmas Pudding, which, by the way, is going to be December 17th on a Saturday at the new Comerica Theater. It was formerly the Dodge, right down on Washington between mm-hmm. 4th and 5th mm-hmm. Ave. Ave. So December 17th is the date. We've got my husband, Cheap Trick, Brian Welch from Corn. Uh, we've got uh, Gary Muldeer, comedians, magicians. I mean, it is a true family variety show. And it is just going to be so much fun. So that's our main fundraiser for the year. But, again, our mission is to uh, get this teen center open, and we have our property. We're so excited. We have the property Mm. on the southeast corner of 32nd Street and Thunderbird. And we're going into partnership with a church called Genesis, whose Mm. goal is to recreate the early church of Acts by... Uh, almost a community center, just living and serving and working in the community um, out of a shopping plaza. So we have 66,000 square feet out of which to work. Talk about exciting. Mm. Wow, I love that. I love that you want to recreate the Church of Acts. I mean, it, it truly, if we all had that excitement and just reading through Acts and we we have the Holy Spirit running through our veins, you can you can only dream of what would take place in Arizona, yet alone the world, if we all started with that vision and started Can you thinking. imagine? And can you imagine? I, I remember uh, in the past couple of years, USA Today gave uh, Alice a half a page on Solid Rock. I mean, they don't give a half a page to anybody. This was amazing that they were, were uh, they allowed him to express so freely his views and his passion and his faith. Also, CNN gave him 20 minutes to talk about Solid Rock. And mm-hmm. the consensus of both major medias was that this will be the prototype for one in every major city in the United States. Wow. Which is great. Well, so I say, yeah, let's get that, that mothership fabulous. up and running. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and you know, Cheryl, you talked about um, that the Solid Rock was started as an alternative for for at risk teens, which we, like you said, I love how you said, you know, what teenager isn't at risk, but so many times it is about presenting an alternative because it's not like people want to do one thing, but they don't have any other options. And love that you guys have created an option for these kids and a way to express themselves. So, so many times they have, we all do. We have, there's something inside of us that we know we have yet to give. We don't know what that looks like or what to do. We just need somebody to kind of coach us along and to give us permission and give us the opportunity to let that out and to, to kind of be who we are and find our own dance, so to speak. And love how you said we got to do something. You guys haven't just um, rested on the laurels of being this big rock star and, and all that, but you've done something with, you've allowed God to transform that and to use that. Along the way, as we know, Patty and I know, anytime you start something, you have a vision for something, you want to do it, there are always challenges. And so many times people stop right there at the challenge and they don't ever get beyond that. What have been some of your greatest challenges with starting Solid Rock Organization and how have you overcome some of those obstacles? Boy, I think that, uh, again, God is in the details, but we have been an organization for 16 years. And our initial mission statement was to open a small coffee house for after-school kids. Now, this was in the early 90s when not everybody had a computer. Certainly cell phones were not uh, completely uh, prominent. And um, Mm -hmm. we just thought a safe place, you know, we could offer maybe Bible study if kids wanted. They would have computers, a place to play games. And that was just the initial for, for reaching out in our immediate community. But uh, as we looked for property, I was actually shocked at some of the town council meetings. They would say, oh, man, we love what you guys are doing. Oh, behind you 100%. Just don't do it in our backyard, okay? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> I-, I will tell you, you the truth. After, after one of these town council meetings, they voted us down and ended up putting a strip club in. Seriously? So you tell me. You, I'm, I'm serious. You tell me. You figure how teenagers, you know, maybe they would have played their radio too loudly coming and going. I mean, this posed no daunting threat. It was just, I think, some malcontents in the community. But, again, God is in charge of every detail. He knew we were supposed to be at this property. It just wasn't ready for us yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now, because we waited and waited on him, we have 66,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. and a mission statement that mirrors the church genesis, uh, almost to a T. It almost overlies like a glove. And uh, so we're going to be co-laboring wow. for the kingdom. I love that term, co-laboring, and just that it's all in God's timing. And when you're going through it, you don't see that it's God's timing. You just see that it's very, very frustrating that you're not getting your way. And it's easy to have these little temper tantrums and look up at God and go, what is the holdup here? And then when you look back... I love it when you just see how everything was unpacked exactly the way he wanted it to go. And um, just the power of prayer and the power of being patient. But that that is a great story. Uh, You know, I just finished reading a book not too long ago called You're Late Again, Lord. (laughs) And it's on God's perfect timing. And the cover really just explains it all. A woman whose hairpins are flying whose watch is exploding, and the title, You're Late Again, Lord, but delving deeply into God's purpose, His perfect timing, and His sovereignty. 
I love that. And especially as women, because we want to control everything. And I know I have two teenagers right now. So just to hear your heartbeat, I, I love it because you it's it's everything. It's what you're going through to really try to get them to see and experience really the love of Jesus. And so many times they want to do it their way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and as, as women, we want to control everything. So it's really hard just to open up your hands and say, okay, God, they're, they're yours. And, you know, just give, give them over and be able to be patient and see what God's going to do. That's right. Well, and he will do a mighty work. He will well, indeed. Well, I have to ask you, you have kids, you have kids of your own. How has this, how, what does their involvement look like and how has all of this affected them? Do you know, we have had three kids that love the Lord, which is just such a blessing. Think of how many mm-hmm. things could have gone AWOL, you know, being mm. oh, raised absolutely. not in a rock and roll lifestyle necessarily. They were all brought up in the church, but I don't care if you're a pastor's kid. You can always go renegade. Especially and, uh, if you're you know, a pastor's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. But, you know, God has just had his mighty hand on each heart of our child. We have... One daughter, 19, who is in college now. We have one son, 26, who's recently married in the past six months to a beautiful, godly woman whom I'm in love with, too. And one daughter, 30, who remains unmarried in her determination to get it right and get it right the first time. Mm. So uh, three kids that are just grounded, who love the Lord, and who are just walking in his ways. And boy, do I pray for them daily, constantly, mm-hmm. because there are just so many distractions and temptations. And all, all Satan has to do is to get you just to look away a little, just look an inch to the right, mm-hmm. you know, and then that inch becomes more and more and that, that fissure and that separation. But um, I think no small part of our family's success has been our ministry in Solid Rock together. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're an arts-based family. Alice calls us the seven little boys, even though there are only five <laughs> of us. It's like, you know, we're the traveling team. We all sing. We all dance. We all act. We all have a working knowledge of direction, production. And this is just something we do. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the kids have co-labored since they were knee-high in helping with events, helping with fundraisers, helping with golf trips, Christmas pudding, I mean, it's absolutely been incredible. So they've seen their parents' heart. They've seen their parents' service. And now we're grooming our kids. In fact, our youngest daughter is teaching at one of the satellite locations. She's teaching and heading up the hip-hop program. I'll tell you what, she's got the moves, too. Wow. For a white girl, she can hustle. (laughs) She's awesome. And then uh, we've got um, our son, who is uh, going to help lead some of the musical programs, and uh, our oldest daughter, who's been really faithful to uh, perform in uh, all of our events. So there's, there's a heavy tie, not only as a family, but a bond through Solid Rock Organization. Well, Cheryl, we have got to, to wind this down. And you have been such an inspiration on so many levels. Um, as Cheryl Cooper, as Cheryl Cooper, wife of Alice Cooper, as Cheryl Cooper, a mom of amazing kids, and as Cheryl Cooper, who is leading the charge with a teens through the Solid Rock organization. And it has been a delight to have you. How can people in the next few minutes find you and get involved in, on some level? 
Well, if you want to support Alice Cooper's Christmas Pudding, I guarantee you this is destined to become Phoenix's premier Christmas event. We are in our 11th year, and it just gets better every year. And the first few years, people would say, well, who's playing the pudding this year? You know, because maybe I'll buy tickets. Now they know it's going to be good, so they're getting their tickets right away. It doesn't matter. It's always a stellar production. So check well, thank out you Alice so Cooper's much for Solid joining Rock. us. Okay. You're very okay. welcome. And it's been a pleasure. This is Girlfriended on Toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. How to invest, where to invest, where to save, where to get the right insurance, what to do about taxes. Should I relocate my business or ever purchase a property? That's where Go To My Radio Show comes in. Join host Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Choose the right financial professional and learn more about the products and services while learning the terminology and strategies used by these professionals. Go to my radio show is unbiased and Chris Holt, your host, will ask the hard questions and take calls to help you connect with the right professional who can help you better handle your financial and business choices. Go to my radio show is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. And most of all, choosing the right program and the right professional for you. Go to my radio show with Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Hey moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. You get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's Real Moms in the Real World. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, we have been talking this day about rocking our world. And we've been talking with uh, Alice Cooper's wife, Cheryl Cooper, about how they have been really engaged and just changing the world and, and making a difference. And we were so excited to just to introduce our next guest, Alan McRae, because he's going to be talking about our personalities. And this is a, t- a subject Patty and I love to discuss with women because so much of who what we do and how we express it is related to our personalities. Well, Alan McRae... 
He runs Life Impact, which presents transformational seminars and workshops that assist people in discovering their personality mix and how God has really wired and designed them. He has been a pastor, full-time pastor for over 40 years, and he currently serves on the pastoral staff at Church of the Nations in Phoenix. And he's been a business owner. He is a business owner, so he understands all the worlds and how to combine them all and just how to just help people get along, I think, through our personality. So welcome, Alan, to Girlfriended. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Well, we are just excited to talk to you. Like Patty and I, we love talking about the personalities and diving in and we and like talking about all the there's the different tests. I and mean, then we know that you use the DISC test. So you can you kind of explain to our listeners and to us how you got into this personality and just the significance of it? Well, I'd be happy to do that, and thank you for having me on today. I look forward to this time. Um, actually, I got into the personality training and development uh, out of my own need, and it literally transformed my life. Um, I was a pastor, a husband, a dad, a father. Um, I was a miserable pastor, didn't know why I was miserable, and kept going to school and kept getting degrees and trying to figure out what in the world was going on. And one day I got an invitation to attend actually a personality training with Florence LaTower and uh, with Personality Plus, and that's how I got into it. And it literally transformed my life and released me into the calling that I had without all the frustration and all the pinned up anger and everything else that was going on inside of me. So I'm very passionate about uh, about teaching the personalities and who we are in God through through His image. Well, and how, can you just kind of, you said you 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 attended a Florence Low Tower and and I heard her several years I mean many years ago actually I'm not going to say how long and because <laughs> she was really kind of one of the pioneers to kind of bringing all this personality to light and the sanguines and phlegmatic, all those terms. That's um, right. What, what did you realize? You said it was life-changing. What was it about it that you realized that kind of uh, was an aha moment for you? When I actually discovered what my true personality mix was, um, I had lived under what she calls masking. I had covering up my true personality. And when we when we do not live in our true personality, we live in the negatives of a of a pseudo personality. And once we get that off of us and we unlock the true image of God in us, there is a freedom that comes with that that only happens through the transformational work of the Holy Spirit. And it's the work of the enemy to hide us from who God really created us to be. There's far more to this personality stuff than just psychology. There's a spiritual impact and implication to this that is often hidden, unfortunately, from the church world. And we don't realize that our personality is truly God's image inside of us. It's his signature that we are his creation. And Alan, you know, I love that because when when we are not understanding our personality and we don't really, we can't really figure out who we are, um, then we we're not working out of a healthy environment to be. I, I mean, it sounds so new age to say to be the best me <laughs> that you can be, but like you said. 
the way God created you to be. And to you, you then can find out your purpose and you can have more of that laser focus. I know with even Lisa and I, we have been, um, we've worked together doing ministry for the last 11 years and we even use our personalities in discussions when we might have a challenge or we might not agree on, on a certain, you know, way route or a direction that we're going, we can even say, okay, right now your temperament <laughs> is, <laughs> is going in that angle. And it's, it's, you know, frustrating to my temperament. And so you can bring that out in, mm-hmm. in every area. And where have you found that, that you were really masking your personality? I, I lived in this perfectionist world that I thought everything had to be perfect. Um, I tried to make everything perfect, and because I could not make everything perfect, I was just totally miserable. And I had learned over a period of time in the church world I grew up in that to have fun um, was equated to sin, and you had to be this serious, Bible-thumping uh, believer all the time. And if you if you enjoy, <laughs> it was almost if you enjoyed life, anything that was fun must have been sin. And I grew up in that, in that very legalistic background, mm-hmm. and tried to conform to that. Uh, and... Uh, I would always have my fun in secret. It wasn't that I was trying to do anything uh, sinful, but I just, I would do it uh, in in secret. Uh, I hear you. I hear you're talking my language right now. (laughs) We lived in California when my girls were growing up, and and, uh, they were teenagers, and and we always wanted to go to the beach, but we were pretty sure that was sinful. So I would would take them to the beach at night. <laughs> yes. And we would go down and play on the beach and have a great time, go home and go back to bed. Nobody That's ever you, knew. I, 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 went to, I went to Alice Cooper concerts without telling people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, the, the, the thing is, the enemy uses everything he can to try to hide us from who we really are. And what I tell people today, and particularly the young people, is that they're being lied to that they're not a biological accident, they're not an indiscriminate product of a genetic world that's out of chaos. We are created in the image of God and after his likeness. And in that image, we have purpose and we have destiny and we have passion. And those are all keys to what God wants to do in our lives. But the enemy uses the shame, the judgment, the self-rejection, all the abuse that's going on in the world to cover up and hide who we really are. And when we break all of that off in our true self, I, I like to use the phrase, we become who we are. When we become who we are, then the favor of God and the glory of God operates in our life at a, at a new dimension. And the world needs to know that. The image of God is in us, whether we're believers or not believers, we still have the image of God in us. And when we can touch that image, and part of that is through our personality mix, and it, it is reflective of the pattern of who God is. It's all through Scripture, and uh, uh, it, it amazes me the the church groups that I work with, when I start unfolding this out of Scripture, it really releases them. 
Because sometimes we do think, okay, this sounds a little new agey. The problem is we've let new age, if we could use that term, steal some of the truth, and then we're afraid of it because it looks like something other than what it is. But uh, when we, truth is truth, and we need to embrace truth and look at it through the scriptures and see what God is really trying to do. So we can go to the beach. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And enjoy it. (laughs) Well, And that's what Patty got out of all of that. You just said that she is now has permission to go to the beach, but I'm going to back up and impact it on a more significant level here. And Patty can go to the beach right now in her land far, far away. And I'm okay with that. I'll join you later, Patty. Okay. Um, But I love what you're saying is because so many times we think that, we can have fun and still love the Lord. And like what Cheryl Cooper was saying earlier, you can't go, you can't connect two worlds, which you really can when you have, when you have the right heart and, and it's to honor God. But if there is freedom and discovering who you are and how you're wired and going, but this is how I was wired. I'm wired. I love to laugh. I love to have fun. And that's one of the things, Patty and I, one of our core values is fun. And it's like laughing and giving women permission to laugh again and to use their personalities because God gave that to us. Yeah. And so love how you said, and love that you're rebellious, Alan. You are very rebellious. You went to the beach at night with your girls. And I, I love, we love that. You are speaking our language. And so, um, you, you, you have us there on that, but can you keep explaining that freedom? Because there is so much freedom in discovering how you're wired. And like Patty even said, even in our, our communication, we were able to use that to go, um, you're, um, we, 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 we kind of use coffee talk with ours. Your, um, espresso right now is really kind of, um, overpowering my chai side right now. So it's not a personal thing. It really is that coffee thing, you know, and we have fun with it. So um, we only have a couple of minutes. So we take a break, but can you explain that freedom as we go into our break? The freedom that we experience in God is so different than what we know in the world today and, and the freedom to be who we are. I think as believers, we're often more afraid of our freedom than we are our rules. And I've often had people say to me, if I really believed, believers say to me, if I really believed what you were saying, it would scare me. I don't know if I could be a Christian and be that free. And that's a trick of the enemy. He wants to keep us bound in our religion as well as our abuses and afflictions and self-rejection. But to be in freedom is not to have to live in self-condemnation. It's not to have to live in self-justification. It's not to have to live in bondage under rules, but it's to live in the freedom. You know, my, my wife and I have been married a whole lot of years. Um, we just celebrated our 48th wedding anniversary. And mm-hmm. we, were child, we were teenage sweethearts, and, and we've been together all these years and had a great marriage. And we have freedom in our marriage that's not based on based on our marriage license, it's based on our relationship that we have with each other. And so we don't love each other because we have to. We love each other because we want to. And we're going to take, we're going to stop right there, Alan, and we're going to come back and talk about freedom, fun, and our personalities. Stay with us. This is Lisa and Patty.
This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jensen. And listen live to The Leah Jensen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back to Girlfriend at Radio. We are glad you are joining us today. We are having fun with Alan McRae right now, talking about freedom and fun and our personalities and kind of how we're wired and how God designed each one of us to be and kind of what that looks like. Alan, when we left, you were just talking about kind of the freedom once we discover who we are and just to kind of live how God designed us to be. And you referred that you used the DISC test, which for a lot of people, they're going, I don't even know what that is. So can we, can you talk about, like, let's talk about a, a personality um, profile when that would be like, um, and with personality plus, they use the term sanguine. Can you kind of explain like a personality temperament, what we're talking about here? Okay. Well, all of us have a mix, and there's basically four. And it's interesting. Um, the the high sanguine, the, the high eye personality, sanguine personality. For instance, their their greatest need, their their primary need, is to have fun. 
So you guys have been talking about having fun. So you've told me what your primary personality uh, <laughs> trait is. And uh, the emotional needs, each one of the personalities has predominant emotional needs. For instance, the emotional needs of the uh, sanguine personality is attention, affection, approval, and acceptance from everybody. And they're looking for that. And that's the, key, the way. The key word to that, Alan, is from everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, they, they, they wrote a country and western song about the, uh, the, uh, the sanguine personality. Uh, <laughs> the country and western song says looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> and the, the truth is if we don't get these emotional needs met, whichever one of the personalities we are, we tend to look for those needs to be met in other places, mm-hmm. and that's why it's so important for us to know what they are. Bible talks about us having self-control. If we don't know what our emotional needs are, what our drives are, then we don't even know what we're looking for and why we're looking for it in the places that we're looking for it in. Mm-hmm. So we have no self-regulation, no self-control. When we become aware, consciously aware of how God created us, then we know how to look for these things in the right places. And we're always going to be tempted in the area where our basic personality, emotional needs are not met. That's where the devil's going to come against us. Absolutely. Well, Alan, on your website, you say many live their lives not knowing how they were designed. They don't know what a world of possibilities awaits them and that those open doors are well within their grasp. All they need to do is find out how they were made and begin to live according to that God-given design. Love that. And that totally encompasses that freedom and freedom to be who God designed you to be. And it's not that we're weird or quirky, although I do think Patty's a little quirky at time with her temperament. And But I love that about her because we have so much fun together. And yeah. it is very freeing to understand your temperaments because then you can just go, this is, you can celebrate that that how God wired you to be, like you said. So if I'm, I'm sitting here going, I'm one of those people, I don't know the world of possibilities that awaits me because I don't really know how I was designed. How would you instruct people to go about discovering themselves? There's a number of ways of doing that. And of course, uh, there's, there's all kinds of books out there. One of the books I totally recommend is Florence Latower's book on Personality Plus. That's one of the simplest books and gets to the, the core of it very quickly. And then there's more sophisticated kinds of profiles, uh, kind of profiles that I offer. And I use those in coaching, um, for personal coaching, counseling, for team building, uh, churches, church staffs, et cetera. Those are a little more sophisticated, a little more costly. But there's many ways of doing it, and, and the Personality Plus book is probably the simplest and the cheapest way to do that. But there's, there's avenues of doing that. Sometimes churches will offer uh, the personality courses. I've taught this stuff all over the world. It's interesting to me how universal this is in all kinds of cultures and diversities of ethnic groups and and to see people come alive is just is so uh, gratifying and see them coming alive in God you see your personality is a mirror of God's relationship with you we don't often think of God 
having a sanguine personality, but guess what? That's where you got it. You got mm-hmm. it from God. You can get it from anywhere else. You got it from God. So that is a part of his personality. He wants to have fun with us. Now, that's mm-hmm. totally contradictory to the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. Fun and God were oxymorons mm-hmm. and uh, didn't belong in the same sentence. <laughs> but uh, once we understand that these are the pattern of God in humanity, and it's a way of connecting with God. It is so powerful that uh, to release that in people is a it is just a powerful and wonderful thing. And then it takes us on to other dimensions in our relationship with God. Well, um, going back to you know having those personalities, like having the sanguine personality and that being a, a mirror of God, because we were created in in His image. It's interesting, Lisa and I have um, taught some of these personalities, and, and like Lisa said, we, we compare it to the different coffees, which you can go to girlfriendit.com and find your personality on the site. But when we have brought this up, there are some women that actually become a little irritated that we're putting them in a box, a personality, you know, box is what one of the gals said, because she mentioned that then you, you see yourself a certain way. And I think the paradigm shift in in what you're saying, when you can see yourself that way, there's freedom in that. And you can see how to best get along with somebody else who has a a total opposite personality. Cause so many so many times we, we want everybody to be like us, and we see, you know, all these idiosyncrasies. But when you get that, that, you know, for me, being high sanguine, I would see someone else, the, their personality being opposite, which, uh, like Lisa said, we have chai, espresso, mocha, and latte. And the latte is more um, analytical. I would look at them and go, oh, they hate me. They're not even smiling when I, when I talk and I'm funny, you know, and and you have said that (laughs) just to understand that, you know, sometimes they don't always let their face know it, but they they are delighted by me and they're just (laughs) showing that (laughs) that helps me with that personality. I've dealt with this before, and and I've had people say, well, aren't you putting people in a box? And actually what we're doing is getting them out of the box. It's the world that has put people in a box. Mm -hmm. The Bible said don't be conformed to the world around you. Don't be squeezed into the mold, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Uh, Romans 12 and 2. And, And the point is our transformation, the renewing of our mind, is getting back to who God created us to be. The world has squeezed us into a box of how we're supposed to behave. Religion puts us in a box. Uh, The system around us uh, puts us in a box. And finding out who God created us to be gets us out of the box and releases us to be who God created us to be. And and that is so liberating that, uh, that the box issue becomes null and void once people really get a grasp of this. Well, and it it is really significant if we just take the time to discover how God designed and wired us to be. And it does alleviate a lot of potential conflict in relationships, whether it's 
um, husband and wife, it's friends, or it's even our kids. I remember when I was helping my son, who is now an adult, when I was helping him take a test to apply for a job he was doing, and they had to take that um, a personality test. And it was all these questions. And it was, it was like that personality plus that you're talking about. And I realized as I was going through the test with him that he was a high, um, what I can't remember, um, you know, the, the strong personality, my mind is going blank. And I realized, okay, cleric, yes, he was a high cleric. And I realized that I am the sanguine phlegmatic. And I realized then how in some of our conversations, why our conversations are the way they are because of his temperament and my temperament. And it really opened up. Um, it was very freeing in our conversation, and I started looking at him differently and learning that I need to communicate differently with him because so many times we do communicate with other people according to our own personalities, without, and they don't hear it that way. They, we hear things according to our own personalities. So it really helps to understand people in, in our communication. I have seen just total transformations in families when they come to understand each other's personalities. I do a seminar called uh, Parenting Through the Personalities and teaching parents to read their children's personality and, and to know how to parent through that personality. Once we do that, we are liberating that child and teaching them to function as God created them. And to do that from the very the earliest part of life that we can, and, and, and I train uh, preschool teachers in this to recognize that the children's personality is early as six weeks of age, and it, it is just so freeing how to love them, how to care for them, how to nurture them, how to, how to uh, discipline them uh, as, as they get older, of course, and it is so liberating. I've literally seen broken families totally transformed marriages totally transformed i've seen people's careers take off uh just knowing this stuff it is more powerful than than what we give uh, credit to and it is again i want to say this again it is a reflection of who god is in us i cannot overstate that enough well, Alan, this has gone by way too fast. We need to come back and, and keep talking about this because it's such a significant topic that people really need to understand how they were designed and wired by God to be a certain way and then to use that in our conversations and in, in just in our life purpose. So thank you for joining us today and coming on the show and just reminding us again of, of what's special. So how can people find you to learn more about this? We also have it at girlfriendit.com. They can take the test. But how can they find you with Life Impact? Yes, I have a website. It's Alan, A-L-L-E-N, at Alan McCray, A-L-L-E-N, M-C-C-R-A-Y.com. It's my name. This is Patty and Lisa, and this is Girlfriendit. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Thank you. God bless. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show 